You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. It is the Wednesday, September 1st edition of the show. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And it is the 901 day. For anybody that's in Memphis, you know what's up. 901 day is a lot of fun. We, we celebrate around these parts. So, I don't know exactly what we'll be doing. Probably nothing. But we can at least celebrate that the date is the same as uh, the area code. So, <laughs> which I guess... I don't know. Does anybody else do that? Like... Uh, I don't think so. I mean, obviously, like DeSoto County 662 is the area code in, in northern Mississippi, but there's not like a, a, a June 62nd, right? So I do wonder if there's other cities that they go through this, you know, 901 kind of thing. I don't know. It, it, <laughs> see, it seems pretty lame. It's, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know that it was a thing until you just said it. Oh, and yeah. I'm, I'm probably not going to celebrate. There's there's celebrations. People all around the city uh, do different deals. It's another oh, reason. Oh, I'm sure to try and, every yeah. bar should do like a special or something. Just But they, they're just trying to get people to get out and to come buy shit. Yes. And I think that's all it is. I think that's all it is. So all right, Another excuse a, to drink on a Wednesday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. And, and Wednesday. And the older got, I get, I don't need excuses to drink. I just do whatever the hell I want. We have college football on Wednesday this week. UAB and Jacksonville Wednesday? State. Yeah, UAB, Jacksonville uh, State. The Montgomery Bowl. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. So, you know, we got football on Wednesday. That Give me a reason to go out to a sports book, something like that, I guess. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But either way, hopefully everybody's having a good Wednesday thus far uh, when you will be watching this show and make sure and tune in, of course, to the SBR College Football Show and the BetUS College Football Show. You can find the links in the description below. If you want to find out more about us, just me and Chris doing our thing, go to winningcureseverything.com. You can subscribe to the podcast there. You can find the YouTube feed there. You can find basically everything. Any show that we're on, etc., is going to populate right there. Very easy to do. So go ahead and check it out. Uh, do us that favor. Make sure you're subscribed. Leave reviews. Jump in the chat. All that good stuff. And like the videos. It's the biggest thing, right? Biggest thing. Like the videos and tell people about us. The show is brought to you by BetUS. Where the game begins, you can get a 125% deposit bonus. Use the promo code NCAAF2021. Now, there is a link in the description along with that promo code. But if you click the link that's in the description on both the podcast and YouTube, you don't even have to enter the promo code. It automatically enters it for you. It's very easy to do. So go ahead and jam that uh, Chris, we we got a new logo. We're going to be debuting, I think, for this show. So if you if you've seen the the new podcast logo, it's still us. It's still us. It just won't be a picture of us and our smiling mugs on the front oh. of the podcast, which I'm Thankfully, totally fine with. Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't like looking at yourself. No, no, 
I'm in the same boat. Neither does anyone else, Gary. Let's just be honest. It's entirely true, Uh, which is why we switched it. So we're uh, we're trying something a little different, a little rebranding project, and that will continue on throughout the season. Um, Still working on the contest over at Winning Cures Everything. So, yeah, go ahead and uh, make sure and check out the contest page. At some point in the next day or two, it will be up. It will be rolling. I could not get the code to work right. So... We, which I went through all this shit in the off season, and it still didn't work. Like it worked in the off season, now it won't work. So I don't know what's happened. Either way, we got a lot to talk about today. I've spent four minutes just blabbing. So why don't we go ahead and discuss what is happening in the world of the NFL? Cam Newton got cut, and we didn't see this coming at all. Um, there was a, I take that back. There was a world in which it could have happened, right? Sure. But I don't think that we expected it to happen before the season started. I don't think that we expected it. I just, I, I honestly did not expect it to happen. I thought Cam was going to start at least for the first few weeks. And then they would bring in Mac as the season progressed. Yeah, I, I agree. Not, I thought I the same thing. I didn't expect now, Mac Jones to start this, week one. The second he got cut, see that didn't, so I didn't expect it, but it doesn't surprise me. Okay. The second he got cut, I knew exactly why he got cut. And that is Bill Belichick is not wasting $5 million a year on a backup quarterback. He's just not. This is a man that is more frugal with his roster than any coach in the league. Okay. And he understands that Brian Hoyer is a very capable backup, a a lifer of a backup. And I'm not spending $5 million a year on a Cam Newton to be a backup. I also believe that Bill has a great relationship with his players. And if he knows somebody's not going to be a starter, but they think they can start somewhere else, he's going to release you to allow you to go out and try to be a starter. There is no doubt in my mind, if Cam Newton wanted to, he could be a starter for the Houston Texans tomorrow. Okay. I think, I think had Cam had a full off season, with I know this is going to sound insane with Dallas or with uh with the Steelers there's a world where Ben's not 100% healthy and Dak's not 100% healthy he could compete for reps there and and and, and places there there's a there's a couple of other places where I think Cam could um compete for for starting time or have an opportunity Indianapolis might not be a bad place to go try to see if you can snag a job at we're yeah, we're going to talk about that here momentarily. There are spots that that the quarterback room is not completely settled yeah. even a week before the season. However, I I just wonder if this is a situation where Cam is not going to be a backup and he's going to go in somewhere where somebody ends up getting hurt early and they realize quickly this ain't going to work with the the yeah. backup option. So well, and that's the reason I thought of Dallas. If Dak is not a hundred percent, do you do you take a chance at him continuing to get hurt, or do you let him get healthy and bring a guy like Cam in? Because I'm telling you, brother, Dallas's quarterback room behind Dak is bad. I mean they they cut Real bad. Uh, they cut Gilbert, and now Rush is going to be the backup. And I mean, do we do we trust that? Like if, if no, that, nobody does. But that team is really good. And if you bring in somebody like Cam, obviously the world between what Cam's capable of doing and what Dak's capable of doing is immeasurable. Okay. But if Dak is healthy, are you trying – or if Dak's not healthy, I'm sorry. Do, do you let him go out there and just continue to play hobbled? I just don't think that's smart. I don't think that's wise. I would not do it. That's the team. If I was running in the team, I would go grab Cam Newton right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I tend to agree because if you're going to bring Cam in, he's going to be he's going to be your starter. He's going to be your guy. Like I I don't see him. We've talked about this on the show. I don't see him being a a backup guy. Like that just it it's not it's not what he is. His personality isn't like that. Uh, do I think that he's got like I don't think it's an ego thing. I think it's it, players love him. Like locker rooms love him. If he needs to go and he needs to start, the only two places I think he can go and take a starting job. One, I think he would have the hand to start a job to him would be in Houston. The the second place I think he could win the starting job 
would be in um, Indianapolis. Yeah, I think I think so. We'll talk about uh, Indianapolis here in just a minute, but yeah, this uh, this was strange to wake up and see. Um, so Mac Jones will be starting. He will be the guy, and we'll see how that goes. That me that, that that gives us Mac versus Tua in Week One, yeah. which should be a a really fun matchup. The last three Alabama starting quarterbacks are all starting in the NFL, and I don't I don't think that's ever happened. Like honestly, Alabama for quarterbacks was much like LSU for a long time, um, and now I mean it's just completely different. Just completely yeah, but different. That, well, let's hang on before. Uh, yeah, okay, there are three that are starting. All yeah. right, there at one point in time there were four NC State quarterbacks that were starting too, and outside of Russell Wilson, they were all hot garbage. All right, well, Philip Rivers and Russell Wilson, and the other two were hot garbage. So let's Agreed. let's be real careful before we just say, well, three of them are starting. All right. Because well, Hertz might not start for the season. That's why that, I'm not saying. I, no, I thought uh, I thought Hertz was named the starter, wasn't he? He yes, but I mean he might not be starting for this. Like he might not be starting long. Oh yeah, right? no, agree. By week four, he might not be the starter anymore, and we have no idea what's going to happen with Tuna. Tua, I don't, I don't know how much of the Deshaun Watson you want to get into. It has been reported the owner of the Dolphins have openly come out and said, "I want Watson now." We haven't gotten any trade. We don't know that it's going to yeah. happen. No, we, I've, I've got that as the as our last topic to hit on. So okay, we'll we'll jump into it. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll see what Max got in week one. I mean, it obviously they saw enough of him in preseason to think that he's got the goods. Yeah. I would not believe that McDaniel's or Belichick would actually go with a rookie to start with. But that doesn't worry anybody. They, they're no. going to go with the best player. They yeah, don't care exactly. rookie or not. No, agreed, agreed. That, that's that's the thing. It's very strange when you've got a veteran like Cam Newton. You know, now, so here's a question that a lot of people have been asking. Do we think that the COVID stuff had anything to do with this? $5 million had something to do with it. Yeah. If That's Cam Newton was making the same million dollars he was making last year, he's not cut. Yeah, I tend to agree. I, tend I, to know, agree. I know the media wants to make COVID a thing. I'm going to tell you some of these front offices care a lot about it, and some of them aren't going to give one wet shit about it. Well, I don't think that it's so much about the the COVID uh, stuff. I think it's distraction to the team, right? Like, they went through this last year with Cam. Did they just not want to bother with it this year? Like, that's that's what I'm but curious They went about. through it with everybody last year. Well, I agree. They had a lot of guys opt out, but... Cam was the starter, and then when he went out, like they started two and one and looked pretty good with him at quarterback, and then he was out, and they were not the same at all without him. But that's because then, they didn't have a backup. Now, now if you got Cam back. was if Cam was the best chance for them to win football games, Gary, they wouldn't give a damn about the COVID stuff. They would start Cam Newton, and if Cam missed three games in the middle of it, they would start Mag Jones. That's what Bill Belichick would do because he cares about winning football games. Yeah, which is why they're starting Mac Jones. And I think I think it has nothing to do with the COVID stuff because I know Bill well enough to know Bill doesn't give a damn about anything but winning football games. And he knows I can spend $5 million and get an outside linebacker or a defensive lineman or another DB, or maybe I can give that money to, to somebody who's not happy to make them happy on the roster and, and we be a better football team. Yeah. And if Cam and- was making a million bucks like he did last year, Cam would not be cut, COVID or not. Yeah, because they, they basically they they decided to keep Brian Hoyer as the backup as opposed to right. Cam Newton. That's right. So why? Because Brian Hoyer doesn't make any money, yeah. and they just aren't going to spend money on a backup quarterback. This yeah. is not what they do. Now that that makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. All right, we'll move off of that. Bishop Sycamore, have you have you seen this story? Is this the IMG stuff? This is the IMG stuff. Bishop Sycamore played IMG on Sunday on ESPN. And they told ESPN that they had multiple D1 prospects that have big-time FBS offers, etc. They missed multiple meetings leading up to the game. ESPN could not verify that any of their players had any kind of offers whatsoever. The head coach has an arrest warrant out for him. They played on Sunday after they played on Friday. There's a website that's set up for this high school, but it's basically a blog. The The details that are coming out about this are some of the most ridiculous things I've ever 
read in my life. It is just ridiculous. Uh, there's stories going around about how some of the players are actually like JUCO dropouts, and they're not actually high school players. I like they completely conned ESPN into this game. Now ESPN, they they use a third party, like Paragon Sports, something like that, to gather up these games and schedule these games for ESPN to showcase recruits. Right? Any IMG, anytime you put IMG on, they got. 15 D1 prospects that are coming into college next year, right? Right. It's a it is a football factory that also is a school. And they've done a very good job of building it up, right? Because they recruit from across the country. Kids from everywhere go down to Florida and play at IMG. And that's that's why they are constantly winning national championships. That's why they do all this stuff. But this was really really weird. Um Basically, it's not a team. Like, it's it's just a bunch of... The way that it read off to me initially was, this is a bunch of guys that could not make their own high school team. So, somebody started up and is allowing them to, I guess, pay to play or something, and is allowing them to go around, and somehow they have scheduled a national schedule. They have games in Nevada, in New Jersey, in Ohio, in Florida... In like all these different places where they're going to play, they don't have a single home game, and nobody thought to even look this up to even see if it would like it. It's mind blowing to me that this is even a possibility nowadays because everything is on the internet, and yet somehow these guys are not. I uh, I am curious your thoughts on the fifty eight to nothing IMG win where the ESPN broadcasters were completely crapping on the coaches. Hey, by the way, so the coach wouldn't even let them do a running clock in the game. Like, basically, he wanted as much ESPN time for this bunch of dudes, even though they were down, like, 40-something to nothing at that point. He didn't want a running clock. He wanted it to just do what it does, and, and we want as much time on ESPN as possible. And their quarterback was getting killed. Like, they, the fact that they played two days before this, not even 48 hours, it was Friday night and then Sunday afternoon. I have no idea how this escapes. Like, somebody has to be fired for this, right? It, it, we got to figure out what this thing is so you can judge it properly. This is the issue. Uh, is it a school or is it just a bunch of people? Are we going to have any type of fraud issues? I, I have no idea what's going on. Like, in baseball you're only allowed to pitch so many innings, right? In yeah. a, in like a certain window of time. <clears throat> Is there any kind of bylaws in high school football that says you're not allowed to play two games back to back like this? I, I, I mean, because we're, we're in the world of player safety and things of that nature. There has to be some type of, there has to be more than just incompetency and in people not vetting this place. Yeah. The other thing is, is what are these people making off of it? Yeah, that's that's the question, right? So uh, the article over at the Athletic said, um, "Let's see, there's a it's the coach that has created two schools out of. Let's see, there's a coach who has now created two schools from thin air and keeps leaving a trail of unpaid bills. Like it says, there was a super team run by a conglomerate that had canceled on that coach in 2018 because officials feared his team was not legitimate, but then played him in 2020 anyway. Like IMG played these guys last year." Uh, there was the guy who orchestrates matchups on the side whose day job is VP of sales at Billboard, the publication that charts the biggest hits in music. Uh, there was the marketing company president who was the first person to put LeBron James and Tim Tebow on national television. There was the TV network that trusted the package it had bought would make for compelling viewing, but didn't bother to do any due diligence leading into a game that ultimately would bear the brunt of criticism for airing. And some of the criticism came from ESPN's own broadcast crew of Anish Shroff and Tom Luganville. Um, I mean, this is, this, I don't even know. This, this is a joke. I mean, this is a joke. I think, I think there are people that are going to go to jail for this. You're worried about people getting fired for this. I think there are people that are going to jail for this. Uh, probably so. But like, how, how has it not been picked up by anybody until ESPN actually aired it? Like why, why are people scheduling a team <clears throat> from a high school that doesn't exist? Like this is apparently going, they went 0 and 6 last year. They played six games last year 
and got stomped. And nobody bothered to actually look into whether or not this is a school. Like, were they just looking for home games? Yeah, I mean, that's it. I think I think somehow this team is, even though they're not very good, nationally recognized. And so the other nationally recognized teams, that's why I want to know. who's Are people cutting them checks? Did IMG cut them a check to play them? When they go off to Nevada, are, are those schools cutting them checks? And where's yeah, that money so. going? I mean, that's – I mean, it. I have no idea where it would be going. Like, I – I just I, I'm reading I read through this story, and I get more and more confused. Right, like it, it says when IMG approached Maimon looking for a game, uh, he said Bishop Sycamore was the only program in Ohio that wanted to play them. It says the Blue Blood Ohio programs like St. Ed's and St. Ignatius, none of them stepped up to play this game. You can't blame Bishop Sycamore for doing that. They're the only ones who had courage to do so. Uh, they should be rewarded, not freaking lambasted. I, but I, all right, some of this, some of this, I'm willing to overlook as as just not that big of a deal. Um, the other part is, I mean, if you got JUCO players playing with your high school team, that's then we've got a problem. Yeah, because at the high school level, you are dealing with the difference between a year or two is massive, and now you, now you do have player safety issues. Yeah, so they. So here's the other part of this. Um, it says, The most curious and troubling part of Bishop Sycamore's slate is the game that does not appear on the schedule. This is the player safety issue that we were talking about. The school lists its season opener as a game against Arch, uh, Archbishop Hoban in Akron, Ohio. That game was played August 19th, and Archbishop Hoban won 38 to nothing. The next scheduled game on the schedule was Sunday's matchup with IMG Academy. But Bishop Sycamore also played a game Friday against Stowe Rocks High in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania that does not appear on any schedule. Stowe Rocks won that game 19-7. to uh, Johnson then told The Athletic that Bishop Sycamore fields multiple teams. The issue there is even if you do field multiple teams, there is video of the same players playing in that game on Friday that played on yep. Sunday. Yep. This is a problem. Like, this is... I just well, like I said, I think I think you're dealing with some money issue stuff. That's what's going to end up taking them down. That's what always takes people down is no one. You just follow the money, follow the money. You find the problems. If you've got a what seems to be a bogus school fielding multiple teams, I'm I'm telling you, you're doing that because somebody is raking money in. Yeah, yes, a hundred percent. Like I, I I don't. This is all, it's a scam. It's all a scam. It's all money. It's somebody, like Paragon Sports is is paying these schools. And what's crazy, like Bishop Sycamore does not have a home stadium. So this was played in Ohio, but... but they're, just all, they're just going on the road. But it, but it's all just, but IMG is from Florida. Like it, it would make sense if, but this was like a kickoff classic kind of thing. So they just rented a stadium yep. and put these teams in it. And sold tickets to go see basically IMG, I guess. I like this is this is where it gets to be a little bit of an issue when you remember all those years ago, ESPN started broadcasting high school football games to showcase like the premier recruits in the country, right? Yes. Tim Tebow, all that kind of stuff. And it kind of started with Two a Days, which was the MTV show that actually had uh, uh, Rush Probst and Jeremy Pruitt was like his defense coordinator and so forth and so on. Like, people really got into high school football on a national level. So ESPN started trying to show it. Think about the number of high school teams that you have and then trying to, like, all the logistics that are involved with trying to broadcast a live high school football game on ESPN and then the contracts and the money that you would have to pay the schools to be able to showcase them, etc. Like, you, we we had to have known this at some point that somebody was going to try and rig the system. Rigging the system is one thing, but I would think it would be rigging the system to make sure the the blue bloods keep getting on TV or something of that nature. Creating a fake school, yeah, so that you can get what fifty grand that's, from ESPN yeah, or something. Like. That's that's a different. This is a different ball game here. If if this is not a real school, if they don't have a physical address, a physical location. Like if they don't have a board, if they don't, if this isn't a school, then what are we doing? 
yeah, how how are you allowing high school teams to play this quote unquote school? Yes, I, that's a that's a question that needs to be answered. Yes, I cannot wait to see what ends up coming out of this, um, because everybody whiffed on it, like everybody across the board whiffed on it. Yep, the broadcasters that are trying to prep for the game could not get them on the phone, could not get a roster, could not like they they just went into it blind. They had no idea, like didn't even know what to talk about. So in that situation it's like what? <laughs> I don't even know how you how you talk about a game where you have no information about one of the teams. But hang on now, if you're not going to be given that information, then then you got to cancel the game. You've got to cancel yeah. the television. You, listen, y'all can play the game. We're not putting it on ESPN. But at some point in time, some program director has to step up and say something is fishy here. If they're not giving us access to cover the game properly, then we we, we can't it. go out there blind. That that's not okay. This no, I, is I not agree. okay. I agree a hundred percent, hundred percent. Let's see. Andy Staples. Uh, just tweeted or retweeted Johnson Central Athletics. Friday's match versus Bishop Sycamore has been canceled. Uh, Johnson Central is currently seeking an opponent for Friday's open. Okay, so they're starting to cancel the games against Bishop Sycamore now. That's weird. That's I mean, it's it's not weird. We totally expect it, but I think I think the jig is up now. I, I think that's what's going on. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So, all right, let's, uh, let's dive into another topic. Carson Wentz is on the COVID-19 list, the reserves list, for the Indianapolis Colts. And this is after he had to deal with the whole foot injury and whatnot. And they were discussing 5 to 12 weeks. And then it looked like he was going to be the starter for week one. Yep. But now he's on the reserve list. And we don't know how long he's going to be on there because they don't have to provide specifics. I am very curious. It, is this going to continue all season long with Carson Wentz? Like, it seems like it is something every single week with him. And it's like, obviously, this is not his fault, like being close, to, like a close contact or whatever. Um, but we also don't know, you know, Greg Doyle, that used to work for CBS Sports, has been ragging him in the Indianapolis Star because they don't know if he's vaccinated. He won't speak out. It's kind of the Brian Harson situation that we talked about before. Yeah. And Doyle has been on top of him because he is he's supposed to be the leader of this Colts franchise now. And he's saying basically that he's not being. And I don't I ain't getting into that whole mess. But if you are put on the list and you have to miss any time at all, like now he's out of practice after being out with an injury. What in the world are they going to do? Oh, by the way, Sam Ellinger is also out with an injury, so we're, we're down yeah, to Jacob Eason. Yeah, I was about to say, Sam's not even going to be the backup anymore just because of an injury to himself. I don't know what to think of Carson outside of the fact that I didn't think Carson was very good to begin with. I don't know that Carson ever in Philadelphia displayed any real leadership abilities or qualities just because you play a position that is supposed to be the biggest leadership position on the field doesn't mean those people are all leaders. I assure you, they're not across 32 teams. For the most part, they are. But there are teams where they're not. And sometimes it's not even a negative thing or a bad thing. It's just not their personality. We've talked about this with Justin Herbert and the Chargers. 
I don't think he's the vocal majority leader of that team. I think other people that have been in that locker room longer, he, he might grow into that one day, but maybe he won't. Maybe that's just his personality, and maybe you can be a really damn good quarterback to go out there, do your job, and your job is not to tell the rest of the team what to do or to to lead the team in, in outside things. Your, your job is to lead them on the field. And, and as long as you're capable of doing your job, you're fine. I've evolved on that because I used to believe you had to be the leader to be the quarterback or it's not going to work. Don't think that anymore. My issue is this. I don't think Carson Wentz is good. I've never seen him to be a leader. So we're asking somebody who's never been a leader at anything, doesn't have many leadership qualities or skills, to now we're going to hound him and crush him for not being a leader? No, shame on you for thinking he was a leader all this time. Okay. Yeah. I've never been fooled by it. The second that he was not good at, at Philadelphia and they were going to bench him, he immediately pitched a fit, whined and cried and wanted out. That's not a leadership role. That's not a, I'm going to do what's best for the team. That's not a, I'll get better and I'll earn my spot back. That's what a leader would do. But no, no, he looks out for himself. Okay. There's a lot of guys out there that'll say this is a business and he has every right to do that. And that's fine. But don't call that person a leader. Okay. I, I you, you can't, you can't with both sides of your mouth say he's a leader and he's going to do what's best for the team and he needs to be doing what's best for himself. Those two things aren't the same because him and the team aren't the same. Agreed. Agreed. So shame on these people for expecting him to be a leader. He's never been one. And, and if you say he has, I would like to see the evidence of that because I've got about four months of football where he was good at football, but he was really young and he was damn sure not the leader of that team. He he was a junior when he left college, wasn't he? Uh, yes. So he he's still young, like a young guy. Um, and that's not an excuse. That is, no. uh, at some point, you figure he's going to grow into the role and it has not happened. And... But hang on. What, no, but again, what that's evidence not, do we have job. that he's going to grow into that? We, we got zero evidence. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying. Like at some point, if you are an NFL franchise and you were spending that much money on him, you expect him to to eventually be worth it, right? Yes. And the Colts, I think, just got jobbed on this thing. Like, I well, think, then, then, hang on now, hang on. No, screw that. They didn't get jobbed. Everybody in the world knew what this guy was. Yes. Not good at football. And we all just assumed so many people thought Frank Reich is magic and can fix him. I love Frank Reich. I have sang his praises on this show. Last year to start the season off, we did our breakdown of the Colts, and I said, I used the words, he's a motherfucking wizard. Okay? I believe him to be that good. As soon as he made the call to bring Wentz in, and think, oh, I was good with them once. I'll be good with them again. I'm out. I'm out. You're yeah. you're letting something that happened in the past cloud your judgment, and you're not thinking clearly. You're not looking at him from an analytical perspective. You're not looking at this from from a football only perspective. You and him got close for three months of the year when he was really good at football. And y'all had a special season and then with you a really even special won, team. You even won a uh, an NFL championship without him. Yes, that That's special season, that special team. I don't. I don't know why you would give up assets. I don't know why you would pay his salary. And I know that the Eagles are paying the bulk of the salary this year. Doesn't matter. Next year you're going to own thirty million dollars. Why the hell would you pay this guy thirty million dollars when you could take a rookie and do it for nothing? Well, so so here's the deal. This year, if they were to cut him this year, his dead cap is $35.4 million. Next but I don't year, know how much of that they're paying because the Eagles are paying the bulk of his contract this year. Right, right, right. So if you if you just roll through this season, next year his cap hit is $28.2 million. Now that's to the Colts. That's, that's not to, to the, the Eagles, I think. But his dead cap is $15 million if you cut him next yep. year. So you get through this season. But why give up assets? Why do, why get in bed with this thing to begin with? I wish I could tell you. I have. It's not like there were not options. No, no. I mean, there, there were, were plenty, plenty of options. 
And then, you had draft picks. You, there were quarterbacks in this draft that you could have gotten, or you could have went and signed one of these other quarterbacks, a multitude of guys. Get into the run-ins with with Sam Darnold. He didn't he didn't go for a high price. I would have much rather have Sam than Carson. Get get into the Teddy Bridgewater sweepstakes. I think Teddy Bridgewater is substantially better than Carson Wentz. Like I, there's a lot of dudes you could have gone out and made moves for and gotten. And trying to roll with the retread just because he had success for three a or short four window of time like, that we never saw before that, and we've never seen after that. Yeah. But somehow people have convinced themselves that that little window of the world that we had Carson Wentz in, that's the real him. I think that's weird. If yeah. I go to a place once and I get the greatest meal I've ever got, okay, and and then I go to another place started by that same company, same people, different place, and that meal is also great. Yes. And then every time I go back to the original place, the meal is shit. Why would I think that magically they're going to just stop being shit? It's a great question. It's it's like because you had it one time and it was so one good. time for a short window of time he was really good, and now he's not. I don't. But get he it. wasn't before. He wasn't before that, and he wasn't after that. And the guy that we know is not good stepped into his role and was just as good as him. Yeah, that season. Yeah, that year. Why do we not real? How, how are these people not smart enough to put two and two and two together to put this puzzle together to figure this thing out? So no, this this guy from Indianapolis that is from CBS that is riding him and whatever. Take all the pop shots you want. That's fine. I think those people have an agenda. We we have people out there, Gary, that really care about COVID, and then you have people out there that don't give a shit about COVID. All right, yeah. just like teams, just like organizations, so do media guys. Okay. And the guys that really care about COVID being a thing are going to ride the hell out of every one of these quarterbacks and players that we assume are not vaccinated the whole year. And they're going to make that the story. My issue is, is if they get COVID and they cost their team wins, then you can make it a story. But preemptively trying to make it a story, now you're just trying to predict the future. Okay. Yes. If he gets COVID now, but never gets it for the rest of the season, you're shitting on a guy because you're expecting something to happen. Let's wait and see when something happens. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. That's that's my only request. Is I'm I'm not trying to predict the future of any of this stuff. I'm using the information I have about this player being good or bad at football, and a, a leader or not. And I don't have any evidence that he's ever been a leader. So for you to think that he's coming into Indianapolis to be a leader, that's on you, man. You've been fooled. You were duped. Yes. Yes. I think there's no better way to close that out on that. Uh, Let's move to Trey Lance. Trey Lance is out for the 49ers for, it looks like a week, we think. The strange part here is that we don't have a whole lot of details about this. He has a bone chip in one of his fingers and Kyle Shanahan will not tell us which hand, which finger, anything, but it is something that has to, quote, naturally heal. And I don't know what to make of this. I, you, you hear something like that, you would kind of like to know, is it on his throwing hand, right? Apparently, yes. apparently it's been an issue. He's still played in all the preseason games. But is this something that is going to nag and eventually get worse and whatever? Like, is one week going to be enough time? Like, what are what are we trying to fix here? What are we trying to do? I would like more information. Do you find it strange that they are not offering anything else? I don't find it strange. What I assume is it is on his throwing hand. Because deductive reasoning tells me if it's not on his throwing hand, you're going to tell me it's not on his throwing hand. Yes. I, I I just feel if you're not going to tell me you're vaccinated, I'm going to assume you're not vaccinated because everybody who's vaccinated really wants you to know they're vaccinated. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the same thing about if people run marathons, like how do you know if somebody runs marathons or not? Don't worry. They'll tell you, just yes. talk to them for five minutes. It'll come up. I promise. So it, I just, I'm just working under the premise that uh, it, it's on his throwing it, hand. It's, and- it has to be his throwing hand. Because if it wasn't, Kyle would say, it's not a big deal. It's on his non-throwing hand. We're working through it. Whatever. So, by you saying nothing, 
let's cat out of the bag a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I do think it would be funny if the next time we saw him, he has fingers like taped up on both hands to where like <laughs> nobody can know. Cause if he walks out and he's got like a split on one of his fingers, like his middle finger on his throwing arm, then everybody knows, Oh, that's the finger. But yeah. if he comes out and he's got like four different splits on, I think that would be hilarious. I that yes. that would be my favorite thing to happen, and I kind of want it to happen. I want week one for him to be on the sidelines with all of his fingers taped up. To all of them just can't tell. Just all, all all of his fingers just taped together. I love it. That's all I, I want it. for two hours for him to stand on the sidelines looking weird with his hands all taped up. I'm game. I'm game. I would love to see that happen because I like I don't foresee him playing in week one anyway. So no, they were just, talking about him being like, they're going to like, if he knows 20% of the playbook, we're going to play him a little bit in the games. Like we're going to yeah. run two quarterbacks and they've, they've kind of said, you know, we, we play all the receivers. We play all the running backs. Everybody gets a few snaps. If we've got a package, this is basically Taysom Hill 2.0. The difference is, is Taysom Hill was a halfback or a tight end and they tried to force him into this weird quarterback role, and now you're taking an actual quarterback and you're going to run this stuff, I think it could be weird. I'm going to tell you, if we get any draw upsets where both him and Jimmy G are on the field at the same time, I think DCs are going to go nuts. I I tend to agree. I tend to agree. Now, I don't know if Shanahan will do it, but man, it'd be will. fun. I think he will. He might. He might just but change I think the whole game. But I think he's crazy, though. I think he's really smart, and I think he's kind of fearless when it comes to this kind of stuff i agree i agree the packers and the saints looks like it's being moved out of new orleans sean payton said today that they are planning to be away from new orleans for a month um this kind of a big deal because the saints home field advantage they were they were looking forward to having a full house now they did kind of switch things around and they were one of the first i think maybe the first nfl team to say that you had to be vaccinated to be able to get into their stadium. I, I don't know what that would have meant for the crowds, but New Orleans is not in any position after Hurricane Ida to no. bring in tons and tons of people like that, especially they are expecting to not have power down there for at least another couple of weeks, if not longer. And do you see what the, the heat index was today? Well, it's really hot down there, I'm over sure. And I bet, I bet the humidity... Yeah, and the humidity is going to be obscene. It's yes. just going to be obscene. It's, it's not It's not natural. It's not normal. It's bad. So Oklahoma and Tulane also moved their game out of New Orleans, and they have moved that over to Norman, Oklahoma. Tulane will sure. host there. It looks like looks like the Saints are going to host the Packers in Lambeau. That's, that's what the initial plan is. I don't know what the, the rest of the month looks like, but, you know, does this change anything about overs, unders, anything? like? I mean, I kind of expected the Packers to go in and win that game anyway. But yeah, I didn't think New Orleans was going to be very good this year. Now, I, I've heard differently from NFL guys that I follow that, that New Orleans is still one of the most talented rosters, and if Jameis can be good, then they're still going to be really good, and that's fine. I could be wrong on on my assumption of them. Um, not playing at home is a big deal, and, and, I, and I don't think this is going to be a short-term thing. I think when I say a short-term thing, it ain't going to be one week. Okay, I do think they're going to miss about a month, maybe longer. I will tell you that I'm curious – you remember the first game back from Katrina? Yeah. And it was it was kind of a magical thing. I think because that was magical in the way it was, I think people are going to try and force this to be the same, and I don't think you can ever force something like that. I no, think I when agree. you try to manufacture it, it ends up bad every time. And, and I fear their first game back into the stadium – we will we will try really hard to manufacture a lot of emotions instead of letting a lot of emotion just come naturally. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that because I don't like the manufacturing of it, and I don't like the using something like this for a television show because that's whatever the broadcast, whatever t- television show hosts the host that game, broadcast that game, they they will be trying to overproduce it to 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 get eyeballs and. Yeah. And I, I don't like the manipulation of, of emotions for, for that. It may be a, a long time before they play at home. Um, so they were scheduled to host the Packers on yep. September 12th. Well, then they had a game at Carolina and at New England. And then they had the Giants coming in on October 3rd. And they may get to play that one at home. 
Uh, but if they don't, I wonder at what point in time will they move these games to Baton Rouge if Baton Rouge is able to host them? Uh, I don't know, but here, here's the deal. So they've got that one game on October 3rd. Then they've got at Washington on October 10th. Then they've got their bye week. Then they've got at Seattle. And then they don't host another home game until Tampa comes in on Halloween. I could see that being the first game in the Superdome. That I, I tend to agree. Now the Superdome could, did not like it, there was no structural damage. No, no, nothing, no, 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 no. But no, it's this just is, the power. This is just this is well, it's not just power. It's getting the power. It's getting the places around there. But it's getting people back in their homes that live there. Yeah. All right. This is not just a place for people to go party at. Okay. <clears throat> Over the weekend and leave. The people that host the big party that New Orleans is every weekend. They gotta live there, and we gotta get their houses back in order before they can start hosting parties. All right, yes. that that's just the way it is. The restaurant's first priority is going to be feeding the people that live there, not dropping a hundred thousand extra fans in town for a good weekend and feeding them. They they gotta feed those who are in need first. Yeah, and 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 I think everybody knows that. I really could see. That, that first game being back in New Orleans and the Superdome being the Tampa game, it wouldn't surprise me if they play that Giants game instead of making them play all their games on the road, if they play that Giants game in Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge got a big-ass stadium. There's no reason they can't play. And I haven't looked at LSU's schedule to see is that it's the same week of LSU home. It doesn't matter. There's no reason they can't play a game on Sunday. Well, the grass might happen because it is a real grass. It's not turf. Yeah, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. LSU football schedule. Uh, if LSU has a home game, it might be real hard to get that grass ready yeah. for an NFL game. The, the um, league probably won't allow that. Uh, LSU and Auburn is October 2nd, so yeah. that might not work. I, I, um, if, it was, if it was on turf, then we'd be having a different conversation. Yeah. Right? Because you there's you don't have any worries about that. You just show up. You, you play a game on Saturday, then you play a game on Sunday, and we don't have any issues. Like, nothing changes. Um I don't think that's a big deal. I think the people in Louisiana would love it. I think the city of Baton Rouge would love it. Um, okay, what about uh, what about having no fans and and then doing it over at Tulane Stadium? Because Tulane's on the Tulane road. St- yeah, but we we need to know what Tulane Stadium is is capable of hosting and holding. Um, well, that's what know. I'm saying. If they did no fans and they just did the game in New Orleans, so that the other team had to travel for once, maybe that's a possibility. Well, I mean, if you're going to do that, you just go to Houston. Yeah. I mean, Houston's just two hours away, and and Houston's got a metric shit ton of football stadiums if you're going to do no fans. But, of course, even then, whatever Houston stadium you end up picking, you could sell tickets to that and let fans come in. That wouldn't um, hurt anybody. I mean, the Texans are on the road on October 3rd. They play even, at Buffalo. But even if the Texans weren't. But that, that would be a great thing. Houston has hosted. Baton Rouge hosted Houston for everything. Or not Baton Rouge. New Orleans hosted Houston for a lot of things when they weren't underwater. Like, those two cities are close. They're both below sea level. They're massive cities in our country. And 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 they kind of take care of one another when this stuff kind of happens. I think they would do that before, before they would try to play it in Tulane. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. I just wonder, you know, if, if they wanted the players to be able to go home that kind of stuff, maybe. But I don't. But, I don't know that there's a whole lot of home here. I think. I think it's better for all these players to move their families out of here until New Orleans gets situated. Live out of a hotel for one season. Have your families move back to wherever the hell you want them to move, or wherever you live in the off season, and 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 function out of there because home ain't gonna be the same for a while unless yeah. your family has something to offer. Okay, unless your family is is in the construction business or in the food business and knows how to help feed people or in the power business or whatever, like if your family is in this industry and they're going to be there to provide something, then great. But if they're going to be there just to be there and they're taking resources, no, no, no. If you have the resources to leave, you should leave and allow what resources that are there go to those who need them. That's all my opinion. This is all my belief in what is right and what is wrong. So, you know, uh, not mix, that I would knock up. somebody for doing it. It's just, it's just what I think. Let's uh, let's push some of these other topics uh, to later in the week. We'll push them to Thursday because we, I, I figure, we'll spend a long time on Watson and uh, in Miami and and what's, you know, the situation there. We'll have a a final solution to that when we go uh, when we do it like on on Thursday, Friday, whatever. So, um, I did write down Texas announced a Hudson Card as their starting quarterback over Casey Thompson. I don't know that there's a lot to say about that. And I also wanted to bring up, uh, while we have been recording, 
Governor Mike DeWine out of Ohio says that he has asked the uh, Ohio Board, uh, Department of Education to conduct an investigation into Bishop Sycamore to ensure compliance with Ohio law and to ensure the school is providing the educational opportunities Ohio students deserve. So if they ain't going to classes, they ain't doing whatever, uh, and this is just somebody picking up a paycheck, they're about to get found out. So we'll see what happens with it. We will see what happens with it. All right. We got college football week one coming up. We got all kinds of stuff. There's going to be football played between now and the next time that we are with you. So we are pretty excited about that. Uh, But for now, we're going to go ahead and dive out of here and get some more stuff done before we record again. So make sure and check out the SBR College Football Show and the BetUS College Football Show. There's a link in the description to both of those. The show brought to you by BetUS, where the game begins. Promo code NCAAF2021 is going to give you 125% deposit bonus up to $2,500. I cannot stress it enough. They are fantastic. They allow you to gamble on everything. Go ahead and check it out. BetUS.com, where the game begins. And, as always, you can find us and our social channels and everything else over at winningcureseverything.com. Chris, anything else that we need to hit on that is breaking? No. Um, as, as as soon as we started, Pete Thamel dropped an article about UAB that was pretty incredible. And yep. just their comeback to life and the turnaround story of them. And their, their $175 million new stadium. Which this looks this is awesome. a team that lost its football program because of financial reasons, <clears throat> thanks to Tuscaloosa and the sons of bitches that run that place, um, <laughs> and didn't have football for several years. Bill Clark stayed instead of leaving, and Bill Clark has built them into a G5 power and won two titles in three years, and they are going from a school with not enough money to play football to playing in a $175 million stadium. It's pretty awesome. I think it's, it's unbelievable. Awesome. There's a reason I worship at the feet of Bill Clark. I love that man. I think he is too old for any of these big-time programs to ever give him a chance, and it pisses me off. They all want the young, hot shit. And I'm telling you, that guy would coach circles around a lot of them. Yes. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. So go read Thamel's article. Yeah. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Go sign up at BetUS. I think that's it. So we are going to get out of here. You guys have been fantastic. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully, hopefully, all of your tickets cash this week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.